Welcome to another episode of Talking with WIT, Kevin and Son. And we, you know what we do we're here. We showcase people you should know. This episode is brought to you by RMK Productions and the 10 United Podcast Network. Our mission is through our power of your story. Our mission is to uplift your voice, tell the everyday person's story, inspire, inspire. experiences, and perspectives using the framework of teaching, learning, and modeling. Our purpose is very simple, ladies and gentlemen, hope, helping other people every single day. Today, we, our featured guest is an award-winning CEO of DreamSpire TV and DreamSpire publication. She has the three magazines that she has published, DreamSpire TV, Art and Entertainment Magazine, DreamSpire Books for Authors. She has also covered events such as the Stella Awards, Black Music Honors, and the NAAC Awards, and a lot, lot more. This is only a sample of what Renana, I think I got that right, Brown has done and what she is doing. Talking about a woman that's getting things done, this woman is the poster child for having things done and putting out the world. So if you are that little girl, that little woman that's sitting in one of our colleges talking about, I don't know what I want to be or what I'm going to do when I grow up. If you have a dollar and a dream, what I want you to do is listen to Mrs. Brown's story. So stay with us to find out how she became one of the most sought after women in media today. We want to welcome superstar entrepreneur and champion to young women around the world, Renata Brown. Welcome to the show, Ms. Brown. Thank you for having me. I don't know how my head's going to fit into the, the frame, but thank you so kind. You, you know something? When I saw your resume, I'm going, oh my gosh. You know, do I memorize the encyclopedia or do I memorize the Who Who's magazine of Renata Brown? All right. The only thing I, I said, you know, I'm going to give you a chance to tell your story. You know, I've got a whole list of questions, but I'm going to leave it up, up to just a few. You know, you have a list, list of accomplishments and with many successes comes many obstacles that have been placed in front of you that you had to overcome. Each of us has that story when we get to the point in life of where we are right now. Some of us are not where we want to be right now, but we know where we need to be. And because we know where we need to be, we have to deal with what we're doing right now. So your story is not, um, doesn't, didn't begin at three publications, the awards and having every celebrity um, come to you wanting to be interviewed by you or featured um, into your bookstore and so forth. Where did your story begin? Who mentored you? Who influenced you? And what? where did your determination to be more today than you were yesterday come from? Well, my story uh, began with family, like everyone's story begins. And so I am the middle child. <laughs> I have five siblings, uh, my mom and my dad. I, the biggest gift they gave us was faith. And even though my faith has evolved over the years they gave us faith so we were raised in that church and i don't have regrets for that because we were raised in a situation where the love of god and the love of faith wasn't still with us so even though that may have evolved and changed i say the greatest gift my parents gave me was faith and then the second greatest gift they gave us 
was we saw them working and my father was very entrepreneurial. So it, it started there with, with that family unit to see God and to see a good work ethic. So it was never ever in my mind that I would not <laughs> do something to be of service and also to be a productive member of society. Now, as I stated, that may have changed through the years, but that's that's where it started. And like anybody's journey, we had some bumps along the way for sure. But those are the two things that have always ingrained in me to keep going and to really have understand the um, the importance of family. And so those are the two things that shape me now. I'm a California girl, been in Georgia for a while. So you might hear that little bit of Southern twang. I'm aware right. <laughs> of right. that, but I am a California girl, um, grew up in Long Beach. So grew up on the ocean, um, grew up in pretty much perfect weather. <laughs> um, so I think that has a fluence. I'm a little bit laid back. So sometimes I have a lot going on, but at the core of me, I'm I'm kind of easygoing and, and laid back. So, but the core of it is definitely family and faith. All right. And I understand you have, um, you're creative. You sing a little bit, a little lot, or the case may be. Am I, am I right? So I grew up singing. I, so I'm about to date myself now. But if you know Edwin Hawkins and the Hawkins Singers, many years ago, they did a children's album. And my little voice could be heard on that. I believe I was about four or five years old. So I grew up singing. Um, me and my, I have two sisters and we all sing. And uh, it's just been a part, a part of this, mainly in the church, but I've done some other things as well. Uh, anything that's creative, whether it's writing, I started writing poetry at the age of eight, um, singing, uh, I do visual art. So I think when I really had to sit down and do my Bible and think about what is one word that would explain me, and I came up with the word creative because that's how my mind works. That's that's what keeps me going. Um, I'm always looking for uh, new technology or new things to uh, express my creativity. All right. I, I know when I first met you, I, I met you during the pandemic through social media and clubhouse and whatever. I have always been impressed by you. I have always been impressed by the circle of friends that you you have. Um, and you, you, you've always been on that list, and I've probably been hounding you for the last two years in order to get you on my show. Um, and um, I appreciate you finally saying yes. And I always say you're only strong as your last no. And I keep asking until no turns into yes. And thank you. But I, 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 I want to say this because people are surprised. I said when they listen to my story and they see the struggles that I had overcome, life has not always been easy. Um, Education. There's a difference between a formal education, which all of us um, have sought of. I know you, you have a uh, uh, a degree from um, a college. I'll let you speak on that. What's the difference between what you've learned in school versus what you learned in life? Do the two intertwine or is one a solo act? Oh, I like the way I said that today. <laughs> I, I am always hungry for knowledge. I think in the scripture says, um, paraphrasing now, knowledge is found in books. So I think 
really learning about your world and what's going on is important. You need to know about the environment. You need to know about technology because all of those things shape how you move in the world. So I would say a formal education, that's awesome. Now, formal education does not always have to look like a four-year, six-year, or eight-year degree. It can look um, like just uh really exploring because we are in the information age, right? So we have the opportunity to find out for ourselves. So I think, you know, we're always learning. I think that's when you stop learning is when you stop growing. But there are certain things that life will teach you, okay? Yes. And that is purpose. And, and, and that's why I really had to sit down uh, in the last couple of years and just uh, look at we can do a lot, right? You you read and, and I do a lot. Now I'm, I'm always doing a lot. But one thing that has really been determinative of how I move and indicative of where I'm going is if it's not on purpose, then it doesn't have a purpose in my life. And so I think when education, when knowing uh, things, um, understanding the world in which we live in, and then understanding what impact am I supposed to have? Am I on purpose? And when you really strip away all the stuff in the accolades and the things that you do, it doesn't make a difference if you are not keyed in to what you're supposed to be doing. Because um, what really happens, we're only here for a speck of time. And so whether that's 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, or 100 years, when you look at eternity and even the world's history that's just a speck of time so i may not be able to change the whole world in my speck of time or maybe i might but am i doing the thing that i'm supposed to do and am i in alignment with my purpose for being here and that's what i see and that's where that education and that purpose come together and i think it's important to have both. And life will teach you a lot of things if you're willing to listen. I always say God is always talking to us, creator, source, however you want to say it, but we are not always listening. And so because we're not always listening, then we're not always in alignment, right? We're over here and over there. And that's okay because the journey is just as important because guess what? There literally is no destination. <laughs> it's all a journey. It, it really is. I, I truly believe that. What keeps you on point? What keeps you on task? How do you do that? How do you do it, you every single day? Every single day may not look. It's, I allow myself really to um, move in energy. So the energy of one day may not be the energy of the next day. So I don't really, I have certain things that I do because there's certain things that I have to do. But I allow myself, if I'm not like feeling like doing 20 different things today, I know my relaxing day may not look like other people's relaxing day. Because sometimes I kind of like, okay, I feel like I really didn't do a lot today. And then I begin to count the things that I do. And then I get to five and 10 things. And I'm like, well, maybe I was productive. But how my, it goes by energy flow. So if I need to take a rest, I rest. I've learned how to do that. If my body says, listen, <laughs> we're going to lay down today or we're going to take it easy today. I've learned and I have the opportunity to do that by being a full-time entrepreneur. And if 
I'm just on go, then I'm on go. Yesterday I was on go. I I was on absolute go yesterday and I did a whole lot of things. I probably did three or four days worth of work. So I just, I really just go with the flow of the energy of what that looks like. So knowing your story and if people Google you, you, they will find out that you've had interaction with interactions with probably some of the most successful uh, entertainers um, in our, our business of um, music, TV, and, and, and so forth, coming from a, um, a, a person that was not raised in, in media, how did you acquire relationships with so many um, celebrities? And I guess this was the launch of um, Dreamspire magazine. So, okay, I, I'm from Southern California, as I mentioned before. And so with Southern California, you're just inundated all the time with celebrities. It doesn't matter where you are in some of our family connections. And, and even though um, my background is primarily the church, uh, I my first experience being on the radio at station KGLH, shout out, they've uh, been around since 1951, was at 14 years old, I was on the radio. So even though I was adjacent, <laughs> I wasn't in the celebrity life, I've kind of always been adjacent to to well-known people. Um, and so that kind of prepared me. I didn't know at that point those experiences were preparing me for what I would later on do. But I have a good friend of mine. And one thing in, okay, I'm gonna name Dr. D a little bit. He is the co-founder of Russell Simmons Deaf Poetry Jam. And one thing that he taught me was to position and leverage wherever you are. So once you find yourself in a position, then you can leverage that position to get to the next level. And I use that in, this is a tip, okay? This is for whether you're in social media, whether you're in entrepreneurship, uh, whether you're on your job, position yourself and make those contents, uh, contacts and then leverage yourself into the next level. I'm gonna tell you this really quick story how we got started in the magazine. Take your time. Okay, so I'm a poet. Um, like I said, I've been writing since I was eight. And when I moved uh, to Atlanta, I was very engulfed in the poetry scene. And me being who I am, I'm like, well, let's just start an award show, okay? And not a little award show, community show. So we came out of the box with a big award show. Uh, people were saying, oh, you're going to be the next hip hop. You're going to be the next Soul Train Award. We just came out like that. And through that process, which was very arduous, I wouldn't recommend it, you know, you just say, let's start an award show. But um, we got connections in the media and everything. And so coincidentally, I didn't know at the time, the last year we did the award show, we uh, had a international contest or international uh, where we were honoring we honored Natalie from the group Poetry. We all know all you got to do is say yes. And her publicist, which was in Atlanta at the time, a, lo a long time, um, she gave us a exclusive picture because I wanted a way to keep in contact with the people at the award show year round. And so not just doing a board season. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start this little uh, more or less newsletter. But our newsletter, our first one was on the cover was Natalie from the group Flowetry. So we came out with, you know, a blockbuster. 
And I leverage those interviews and I'm very big on LinkedIn. Um, shout out to them. And through that network, I was very intentional, intentional rather, of who I connected with. And because I was already in the entertainment space uh, through the award show, LinkedIn was just giving me a lot of people to connect with. So the first person that I connected with in my network that was in our magazine was J. Martin Alexander, who was the co-founder of Fubu. He's one of my first connections. And so I reached out to the, him and he was like, yeah, let's go for it. And he was on our first cover of our second magazine. And uh, how we came to interview Dr. Knowles, you know, he has a daughter, you might know her, Beyonce and in, in Solange. Um, you may have heard of them. And I so I, literally I connected with them through him through LinkedIn. Um, he came up in my suggestions and this is what I wanted to stop a second. Never count yourself too small to reach out to people. Never say, oh, I'm just this person and, you know, Dr. Knows is not going to reach out to me. LinkedIn, because I was very specific about my network and we have uh, very blessed. I'm very humble of the people that are connected with me. So they suggested him. I was like, OK, let's just see. Um, connected, sent him an invitation, crickets for a whole year. I was like, I'm not mad. I'm not worried. Um I'm just glad to be in the network, right? It was a whole year later and they reached out to us and said, are you still interested in having that interview? I was like, yes. And so that's how we came uh, to interview Dr. Knowles. And it was, it was an amazing interview. And just through uh, just getting out there and being uh, connecting and, and being intentional and leveraging where we were, we've gone on to have people like Tamla Mann. Uh, one of the last red carpets we did this year, we had Robin Thicke um, and just uh, all kinds of people. If I would just name, you just have to connect with us, but if I was to name names, I'd be here for a long time and I definitely <laughs> would leave some people out. But I'm very humble, I'm very blessed, but I just say connect, position and leverage where you are and be very uh, clear about what you want to do. Now, I, I feel very successful because I've been hounding you for two years. This is like trying to go out with the prom queen and she keeps saying no. And she finally <laughs> gives up and go, oh, OK, I'll do your interview. I'll talk to you. All right. You OK. Um, I am so proud. of no. you. I am so, so proud of you. And I, I agree. And, and most people, especially with celebrities, um, I've got a couple friends that are in that limelight and, you know, people always, always ask me says, cause they, they know I'm, I, um, I wrote a couple of screenplays and I was just featured in, in a film festival. It says, well, why don't you ever reach out to your friends? And I said, because I've been to dinner with them and I I've been to social events with them. And every single time they shake someone's hand, they hand them a script every single time they go someplace, you know, that that's their free time. They sing them a song and whatever. They're always auditioning. And I said, you know, if my, my friends recognize my talent, they'll recognize my talent. But I'm on borderline about to ask. Um, so for that young person that's looking and looking at your resume and looking um, you as a role model reaching out to you, how does someone reach out to you and be able to pick your brain? Or are you in a position to mentor people? Absolutely. 
I, I definitely, I'm a connector of people. So I'm just a, a reach out. I've had some interesting conversations with people because I'm very spiritual and I'm very empathic. So sometimes I never know how these conversations may end up. But if I get a word for you, if I um, get a uh, really intention to connect with you, then I will. I mean, you can reach out. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, definitely um, available. I have calls all the time. And and something I did very intentionally, and, and you'll hear that word a lot from me, is that um, I stopped trying to collect people on social media, right? Because, you know, the numbers are, that that's good and that's fine. And, you know, I'm not going to say I'm not number driven because that wouldn't be true. But it became important not just to collect numbers, not just to collect uh, statistics, but to really be intentional about connecting with my network. And what I do when I connect with a person, I will send them an invitation, not, not an offer, not a solicitation, but an invitation to have a conversation. And if that conversation leads into business, then that's awesome. If that conversation leads into, oh, let me, I know somebody else that would be perfect for you. I, I Let me get you together. And I've connected people that personally, I don't have an ongoing relationship with them, but I've connected with them with people and they are just doing some amazing things together. And that makes my heart glad. So about, it's been about four years ago, uh, prior to the pandemic, I really had that thought, um, an unction, okay, um, to really start connecting with people and to send out an invitation. And I tell you, it's only been not even a handful of times where I've been like Maxine Water, I want to, can I redeem my time? But for the most part, I've had amazing conversations. I'm definitely open uh, to those conversations and see where we can connect um, and see, you know, I'm free. I don't, everything doesn't have to have a dollar sign on it. And I'm not a gatekeeper. When I was in corporate and worked in executive admin, I was a gatekeeper then. It was my job to gate, gatekeep. But as an entrepreneur, as a Black woman, as a mentor, my, my job and part of my purpose is if I know it, you can know it. And, and that's that's how I move, uh, especially when talking with people, whether you're young or, or whether, you know, you've been in business. Um, one of the main things that I do is that I'm a leader to leader uh, type of person. And that's just uh, the purpose that I've been given, because a lot of times as leaders, we don't have anybody to go to. We don't have anybody to talk to. Nobody understands what we're going through. You know, they see the picture that's out there and they see the successes, but they don't understand those tears, those fears. So that's just my particular ministry that I do is leader to leader. But yes, I talk to young people and no matter, you know, where you are, I love to connect and, and bring value to the conversation. So is the best way to reach you is um, Renata Brown on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram? Which which is the most effective? Well, LinkedIn, Renata Brown, um, definitely. Facebook is kind of my, I have my business pages and I do have my personal page, which is, you don't see some personal stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely my new 
the hangout spot is TikTok. So we have three pages on TikTok. We have Dreamspire TV, and that's what we do in the celebrity space. So you'll see celebrity stuff uh, primarily on there. And then we have my personal page is Renata Ray and the letter B because they what my name was taken. So <laughs> it's Renata R-A-E and the letter B on uh, TikTok. And then we have Dreamspire books on TikTok as well. I'm spending uh, time there. I like it as an interactive attitude. Or you can slip me a DM. You know, I'm on Clubhouse. Uh, usually now I'm on Clubhouse on Wednesday when we do our our house. When we have our uh, group, uh, you gave birth to the book. Now you have to raise it. But I'm definitely always checking my DMs on clubhouse i may not always respond sorry but uh i do check them and i try to get back to people but uh you can definitely if you look up renata brown renata ray and that's r-e-n-a-t-a-r-a-e um not r-a-y then you can find me and and i'll be glad to have that conversation or even if I'm a conduit to connect you with people that are going in your direction, I'm more than happy to do that. Yes. And for our listeners that are just tuned in, we are uh, sitting with, you know, when you talk about Black history, this lady is Black history, not just in the month of February, but 365 days a year, 86,400 seconds a, a day and 52 weeks uh, out of the year. She is history in the making. She is that go-to girl or woman, please. I don't want anyone to cancel me for saying girl, you know, to a woman. Um, I just want to say I'm a big fan um, of yours. Now you have um, a thriving business, a magazine business. You have Dreamspire magazine. You have Art and Inter Entertainment magazine, and you have um, Dreamspire books and publication. And I think you're coming out with Dreamspire TV. Um, I'm a big fan. And I will tell you that the way that I do business is that when I when I am in a circle uh, of friends and they have a product or trade that they're in, you know, I'm a firm believer. No one can do this alone. And I, I'm associated with pro athletes or whatever. I buy my own tickets. You don't have to give me a ticket, but I always say, get me a good seat. Miss um, uh, Brown, you know. I have two of my books in your, your bookstore. Tell people yes. about Dreamspire um, TV, the magazine, uh, your publications, how it started, why you started, which one started first, and where are you going in the future? Okay. So um, as I mentioned, Dreamspire uh, TV came out uh, from the award show. So we did the award show. We had our first cover with uh, Natalie from Floetry, and that's how we launched into the celebrity space. Now, we also have a Roku channel, and we do long-form interviews as well as red carpets. So Dreamspire TV started first, and that publication and the website and the show. So they kind of all marry in together, um, what we do and uh, with the interviews that we do, like I said, we've had opportunity to interview people like Tamla Mann, uh, AJ Johnson, which was one of my, she was really one of my favorite interviews. It was an amazing interview. And, and icons uh, like uh, Howard Hewitt, uh, that was a, a big one as well. So 
we've had an opportunity through uh, DreamSpire TV to, to get out um, and interview and be on the red carpets and uh, cover. Uh, we've done things with Lifetime TV through one of the publicists. And so we've been able to sit down with Garcelle Bravo and uh, the movie that she had coming out and be part of that press junket and um, be able to share those interviews with Lifetime TV. Um, so that, that's been cool. We met a lot of people in person and we met a lot of people virtually. But I didn't want to just be in the celebrity space. That's, like I said, I grew up in La La Land and that's all good and, and it's amazing, but I wanted to have something for the entrepreneur that's, that's out there grinding like I am, believe me, <laughs> every day. Um, and so that's why our second platform, EMSpire, was created and the E is for entrepreneur and the M is for motivator. And so we've kind of gone through a transition with that and we'll be doing the magazine uh, for that. And we have a business show that we're launching. I'm so excited. Um, we just have a new partnership that's forming and stay tuned. You'll be hearing more about that. Um, and we are uh, doing who's who's TV. So uh, we're looking and we're not looking for who's who on the celebrity scene. We're looking for who's who in business. And that doesn't mean you have to make a hundred thousand or a you know, million dollars. We want to know who, who, who's who and who's making an impact. And we've done the who's who magazine for um, this would be our third year of that uh, particular magazine. We do magazines a little different. We do something called an anthology. That's where a magazine and the anthology comes together. So I didn't want to just have 12 people on our cover a year. That was like, I know too many amazing people. So we've had the chance to have hundreds of people on our cover the way that we do magazines and so that's been an amazing to be able to be a platform for so many entrepreneurs and motivators um people with 5013c so that's emspire entrepreneurs and motivators and then there's dreamspire books i'm an author i've been writing forever i have two books i'm getting ready to release the second edition of my second book uh, the pandemic kind of got me sidetracked into some good things, but I kind of put myself on the back burner. So now we're coming up with the second edition of our book coming out in November. I'm excited about that. Um, it's kind of half memoir and 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 a lot of lessons. Okay, a lot of lessons. It's called Things I Learned by Packing 21 Life Lessons to Move You into Your Purposes. So I'm very excited about that coming back out. But Dreamspire Books is a place for authors and publishers. And I'm in all my platforms are kind of an extension of who I am and, and what I love. And so I said I would not have platforms with not a place that we didn't have authors. So I formed Dreamspire Books in 2020. At that time, we had 100 books in our online bookstore listing. And by 2021, we had over 200 books in our bookstore. And now we're probably edging on about 250 books in our bookstore online. We also are coming out with a new show. We had the Authors Lounge and we have interviewed over 30 authors and they've had the chance to come and read excerpts of their books. And that was great, but I know it was just something 
more that I wanted out of that. So we're launching Authors TTV, and it's going to be a place where authors can come and talk about their books or just talk about being an author. And we're going to be spilling the tea. We're going to be giving you uh, some advice. We're going to be giving you some insight um, where we met on Clubhouse. I've been doing that room on Clubhouse in my club and now my house for almost three years. And we've gained so much knowledge and insight into the arena of being an author or being a publisher. And we share it with you every day uh, for free 99 on Wednesdays. And uh, our extension, Authors TTV, will be an opportunity uh, to get more knowledge, to have some of the best authors, and we're going to run the gamut from the new author to going to throw in a couple of seasoned people as well. So we're excited about Authors TTV. We're having an event on September the 10th. Okay, stay tuned. Rock in um, for you to be a part of that. All right. Well, you know, that was one of the things that... Um, when you and I talked um, while we were setting up this interview that excited um, excited me about you is that you were giving back. And part of my platform and my feature platform is no one comes on the show unless they're doing something to inspire and doing things for the community to build up our people. Um, and so that was one of the things that, you know, when you were talking to everyday author, because a lot of people always ask, and I know you get asked, you hear this, I've always wanted to write a book. I have a story, but, you know, I don't have time. I don't know where to start. I'm not a good writer and whatever the case may be. And I know what um, I always say to people. What do you say to people when you hear that and they find out you're an author? What advice do you give? Uh, uh, my cold mods would probably love because they could probably say it for me. Start with the end in mind. So when you start writing, why do you want to write? What is your end goal? And I give myself an example. When I uh, published myself, published my poetry book way back in the day when it was only like one place this was be, uh, before Amazon, I wrote my poetry book because I wanted to have something for posterity. Uh, I didn't write it to sell a million copies and, and thus <laughs> it hasn't. Um, so when you write, know that first of all, you can write Anybody can write, but being an author is a business, okay? So you have to boss up and really get the knowledge. Get the knowledge. Know, approach it as a business. Start with the end in mind. Some people write books because they want to have classes, right? Or they want to be a public speaker, or they have different programs, and that's fine. Some people have a story that they know that's going to bring value, but you have to say, how is my story going to impact and how is it going to bring out a solution? One of the people we always have is Portia Mystique, an amazing young lady. Definitely check her out. She's a TEDx speaker and she has an amazing story. But one of the things that we often talk about is everybody has a story. Okay. What makes your story so compelling? And it, what makes your story impactful? And what do you want to accomplish with your story? Now, if you just want to be cathartic and get it out, then that's fine. Don't expect to sell a million copies because that rarely is going to happen. Um, but if it makes you feel good, that's fine. But if you are serious about being an author, educate yourself. Um, 
know at, at the beginning what your end goal is, and that will help you navigate through the choices that you make. And you have to approach it like a business because being an author is absolutely a business. No, it is. It goes well beyond words, and no one can do this one thing that we call life alone. You've stated it clearly. Collaboration um, is king, and having someone that believes in your dream is queen. So um, before I ask you this, I have one more question to ask you. All right. If you had to give um, two or three things, five things to any entrepreneur or someone that's sitting behind the desk typing away, working on someone else's dream, and they aspire to, to do things on their own, but they have what I call failure to launch. Um, they're afraid to, to leave that day job, um, to take the risk, to jump, however you want to say it. Um, the do's and don'ts. What would you advise to do? What tips would you in starting your own business? And what advice through your challenges and your experience that you would say don't do? Let me tell you. So this is funny that you asked this question because um, I was in a position to ask this question. I've always been entrepreneurial. I've had a side hustle since I was 15. Honestly, I've, I've been doing something um, since I was 15. I've always been in business, but kind of business corporate. And I was sitting in a room full of seasoned professionals, people that were just... Um, I aspire to be like, and I have that question in my soul. And I'm just looking like, I'm getting ready to hear these all these dynamic answers. And what they told me was, you know that it's time. So I can give you a whole laundry list of things, but when you really get real and you really wanna pursue your purpose, the door is not gonna always be apparent. The way is not gonna always be apparent. I'm working on a book and it, I, it's almost working on me. It's called Things I Learned on the Way to the Bank. And I thought this was gonna be this real strategic book and it's gonna end with the big eight figure check. But the creator had to uh, let me know, girl, you the bank. God, creator, source has been investing in you before you were even conceived in your mom's womb. You have everything that you need to walk into your purpose. Everybody's not cut out to be an entrepreneur. I'm just going to tell you that straight out, okay? So it's okay. What I, I don't care whether you want to be an entrepreneur, whether you want to uh, stay in corporate or whatever it is you want to do. The advice that I can say, get real with yourself, get real with your purpose, and that will dictate the moves and educate yourself educate yourself. Um, the things that I thought I knew, um, I had to revisit. And do, if I can give you one piece of advice, besides go for it, okay, get real with your purpose, is every single day, do something for your business. Now, some days that's going to be big. Like yesterday, like I said, I was on fire. I was doing, I was doing the things, okay? But sometimes it's something little, even if it's just posting, okay? Even if it's just telling someone uh, about your business, every single, I mean, every 365 or 366, whatever the year, do something toward your business and your goal. And don't be afraid to, to look back because sometimes you, you so head down that you don't even get a chance to look back and see your success. And if you're 
don't appreciate the moment, then it's going to make the next moments even more challenging to go forward because you you got tunnel vision and your head is down. So you like that ostrich, ostrich, you have your head in the sand. So you really can't see what's going on. So appreciate yourself, get on purpose and, and, and go for it uh, for sure. All right. A couple of things to take away. Start with the end, end in mind and don't be afraid to jump as she would say, go for it, go for it. So 99% of the clients are people that show up on the show. I asked this question. It's only been one. I didn't ask the question. Um, and the reason why I asked this, because, you know, you talked about the numbers game, whatever. I'm not a big fan of the numbers. I'm not a big fan of social media, even though we both know we need it. I'm not a big fan because I don't believe that, you know, you've got a hundred thousand people following you. A hundred thousand people all have a higher call to action. I surround myself with people that get things done. And that's what I look for. The people that follow my show, that subscribe, I've always said they don't stop by an accident. They stop to help. The same as your, your inner circle. So I want to ask you your ask. And I normally say it's one, one thing, but if it's more, I'm okay. If ASK, if you had one thing that you would like to ask of this world to grant you, because you said earlier about this energy, about God and everything else, but I've had a lot of people that believes in the power of story, have connected with people, and I've had four people to date, hopefully you'll be the fifth, on the someone that's anonymous has helped make their dream come true. So I'm going to surrender the mic to you and ask you your ask. Okay. Well, when you said this question, I was like, man, what is it? Um, support our business. Um, we're looking for collaboration and we're looking for it at the enterprise level. So if you are a mover and a shaker and you are looking to collaborate with our platform, um, whether it's on the television side of what we do or on the publication side, we are looking for collaborators. We're looking for funding, always, always. And we're looking for grant opportunities because as I continue to grow, that means the mission that I have, I can continue uh, to spread it out. Every time I grow, I look at it as an opportunity. Our whole platform is to help people to shine. And everything, as I, you know, sometimes when you're in the middle of it, you don't remember, you don't really think about it, but I've had a chance to reflect. And everything that I've done has always been to give people the biggest stage that they can be on. And so I'm looking for people to help me provide that stage for other people because everyone does have a purpose. Everyone has a light and energy within them. And I want to be able to help them to do that. And through that, um, bootstrapping is okay, but we're looking for people to connect with us on the enterprise, business to business level. All right. That would be my ask. And if you're listening, I, I'm hoping that you're listening, not just hearing what she said. She needs financial support. And financial support comes from grants, from advertisers, from people promoting their, their product that are funding her, her dream. And there's nothing wrong with being part of the dream. You know, all of us know if we had $1,000 to put in Microsoft, knowing what we know today, we would have done it yesterday. All right. You have an opportunity to invest in the next big thing. And that's Miss Brown and the Dreamspire TV uh, and Network, her books, 
her magazine publications. All right, your return on your investment is what God puts on your heart, that you've helped someone get something done today that they would have struggled getting done. She's going to get it done no matter what, but she's, you know, it'll make life much easier. You know what it feels like when you're struggling and all of a sudden you got it. All right. So go ahead and, and help her. Um, I do have one question and I know I said I was going to close the, close the show with your ass, but you brought up something and you've interviewed a lot of people. And I've always wanted to ask this because I have a couple of people on that list that I would love to have on my show that doesn't support exactly well one does supports exactly um michael b jordan because he is giving back and he's putting things in he's that one guy that's on the top of my list i would love to sit down and just bs with him um do you have a guest it doesn't have to be in order it doesn't have to be number one there's someone that you would like to sit down with and just have a chit chat little tea little coffee with talk about the dream yes. or even get advice so from there's I am a fan of Tyler Perry and we're so close and we're so connected like we're like one degree of separation I know people in this camp and I know people around and he's right here I, I would definitely love to to talk with him and of course I'm not just saying this but Oprah um as as well um those would be the two people because I love the story you don't just wake up and be Tyler Perry. You don't wake up and be Oprah. There's a lot of sacrifices that that come and tenacity. And that's that's what I get. I'm not starstruck, but I am. I love the story of those two people and where they came from and where they are. So I, if you're out there, Tyler, I know you are. We're not far. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, I would definitely love to interview And the nice those. thing about the way that you, you, you put that um, is that um, you and I both know the struggles. And I, I will tell you that I had a cousin that used to date Oprah Winfrey's um, uh, limo driver, gave him a copy of my book, and that book never left the seat of his car. Um, but I've also ha have a connection with someone that's in Tyler Perry's camp, which you and I had talked about. I'm going to be speaking with um, Heather today at two o'clock, and I'm going to ask about that introduction. All right. And, okay. and, and one thing that I, I learned. And I learned this from Mark uh, Randolph of Netflix. When someone asked, how did I get an interview? And I had zero followers, zero followers with um, Mark Randolph. And I'm going to get him back on because um, I messed up the interview because I got so nervous. I forgot to hit record when I was doing this interview. So I BSed all the way through it. So I'm admitting a, a rookie mistake. We all start off with those mistakes. But someone asked me, how did I get Mark Randolph on my um, podcast? And I said, I asked. And if you ever looked at an email from me, I said, you're always only as close as your your um, your, your closest no. Um, and so, you know, the worst thing can happen. Your dreams are going to come true. Dreamspire is inspiring other people around the world. You're an example and a shero to every young lady, every person of color that desires to be more today than they were yesterday. You're a friend. And I'm also a fan, you know, of, of Mrs. Brown. Uh, I support you 110 percent, 365 days a year. And I know as an entrepreneur, we're all looking for two more hours in a day to get things done. You are my shero. And I want to thank you uh, for allowing me to, you know, I will say hunt you down, beg for, for, for your attention, be a fan, carry your luggage through the airport. You know, hey, I'll do it all for you. 
do it all for you. You are one of a kind. You are making history every single day. Do not let anything stop stand in your way or whatever. And if it does, you call me. I will run interference from you. I will clear the way because you are a star and your star is rising. Thank you, Ms. Brown. Thank you. That's so kind. Right. So kind. You want to leave anything to our, our, our listeners um, before we uh, wrap up? Every day is an opportunity. And every morning that you wake up to dream. So take some time to dream. And dream doesn't mean to have a plan, but just let your mind expand. And, oh, I didn't mean to rhyme, <laughs> but definitely let your mind expand and, and go hard after your dreams. Because I can tell you, dreams definitely can turn into visions and visions can turn into reality. And there you go. That's With it. that said, we have covered so much inform information. We have learned a wonderful story. You, our listeners have a new fan, a new friend. We've enlightened you. And at some point, if we've touched your heart, all right, and it creates a, a, a space in your mind that's open for change, allow that window to stay open. If you like what you've heard, we've asked you to, to follow us and subscribe. We can be reached on RMK Productions and network on our YouTube page and hit that little bell because we got some other exciting interviews coming up. If you'd like to be a guest and hopefully uh, Miss Brown, you know, when you launch your next venture, you'll come back on the show or if you have someone in your circle that would like to be on the show that has a story to tell someone that we should spotlight in your community, your neighborhood, go to www.rmkproductions at org and hit the little link, give us your information. And within uh, 24 hours, um, we will contact you, reach out to you. We'd love to have you on the show. Um, I thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank talking you. I appreciate with it. Kevin and son. No, thank you. I, I am so humbled by you today. I'm, I'm blushing. And they say Black people can't blush. I'm blushing right now. I'm a big fan. And um, I'm going to continue to dote over you. But to our listeners... I just want to thank you because without you, there could be no me, there could be no us. This opportunity in order for us to share our stories would not exist without you providing us a space in your home, your car, your office place, your workout gym, or whatever you, you receive this information. And I just want to thank you. My grandfather always said, when you get to a place you can help someone else, it is your duty to do so. Reach one, teach one. And with that said, we'll fade to black. Thank you. We're out.